our intro for pontification station today uh why i don't know because we found a really we just found a trumpet i'm not going to say it's bad or it's good it's a trumpet it's a little tiny trumpet we found it uh and by we i mean javier found it it's on amazon fun. it was 99 dollars. I, I, I would say that it is fun yeah 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 so we there we go we should yeah, now I can actually hear myself. Hey, <laughs> now I can hear you as well. What's Crazy. happening? And on the other side, we have... Who are you? Um, Rusty Shackleford. Oh, otherwise known as... Friendly Faraga. Maybe or Steven. Steven Tyler. Or maybe Steven. Oh, yeah, the classic Maybe Steven. Yeah, yeah, classic Maybe Steven. Uh, so, Mr. Maybe Steven... Uh, for those of you just joining us once again, this is Pontification Station. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I don't know why I said thank you, but anyway, uh, thank you so much for joining us, whether it's on the podcast or live here on GOTE.TV. But once again, thank you for joining us. Today, we're going to share with you some interesting facts that we found, Uh, or at least that we found interesting. And that's what we're going with. Are we ready for this? Although, I gotta be honest with you, Javier's fact sounds like a Danny DeVito uh, movie. Well, as I said, it's multiple facts because this <laughs> th- this game doesn't have any, like, crazy <laughs> stories from what I could tell. So, so what we do is we send each other just the title of what we're going to talk about, and... Um, and that's it. We really don't send each other anything else other than the title of what we're going to talk about. And Javier's is Languages, Laughs, and Vegetarians. I mean, literally, it sounds like some kind of weird Danny DeVito movie from, like, 80s, you know? Uh, <laughs> be right up there with Throw Mama Off the Train or, you know, like some some kind of weird... What was it? The other one was Airplanes, Boats, and Automobiles or something like that. I can't remember. I can't remember Steve either. Martin. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's 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 what Javier sounds like. And with that, let's go ahead and start with Javier. Javier, tell us about your fact, your languages, laughs, and vegetarian. So, um, uh, it's it. I tried to look up stuff for, for what's it called? Uh, you should probably turn that up a little. Okay. Go ahead. Um. I tried to look up stuff for for Ratchet and Clank, cause like I was a I was in a very 3D platformer mood, so I'm like, why not look up one of the greatest 3D platformers or 3D platform series? Okay. Of all time. Interesting that you say series. That will come back to haunt you. Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> so um, <coughs> I tried to look up what the the like the creation of Ratchet and Clank was mm-hmm. and there's there's not really any kind of crazy story about this 
epiphany while like riding a train to work or any kind of special story like that it was just a lot of um ideas being thrown out by insomniac um the developing company which by the not way not us was... you mean so not not us insomniacs just yeah the company got so <laughs> the the company was actually named um extreme software for a year if i remember correctly before they switched it to insomniac that was either a, a year or two years extreme software is not a good move insomniac but, um, is much better so i i found a i found a bunch of little little tidbits so clank's laugh is called the scooby laugh <laughs> by insomniac studios i don't know why it's called um uh, the scooby that's laugh. How he I mean, it's it's, exactly <laughs> it's very similar to how he laughs, but it's really funny that they they actually dubbed it themselves the Scooby Laugh. I mean, um, what else would you call it? I don't know. My favorite like dog laugh, laugh is Muttley for sure. <laughs> no, the wheezing laugh. We do love a good wheeze. Yeah. <laughs> um, Who doesn't? Another thing is one of the reasons um, the first ratchet and clank like the worlds seem as expansive and as um as open as they do mm -hmm. uh, for a ps2 game is because they actually worked with the developers for jack and daxter and um the developers for jack and daxter told the developers for ratchet and clank to come over and to look at what they were um doing and developing for their own game and they actually collaborated, and Ratchet and Clank has the same background, uh, or backdrop, what's the word, um, render, or whatever, yeah. the, the software that actually renders the background, as Jack mm -hmm. and Daxter. So they actually, they actually took that, um, software, and used it in their own game, which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah, well, actually, to tie more into that, um, Jack and Daxter and Ratchet and Clank like to play with each other in that sense. Like, if you're playing Jack and Daxter, you'll see Ratchet and Clank, uh, like, billboards throughout yeah. the city, because it's set in the future, like, in the Jack 2 and Jack 3 games, and then, you know, again, Ratchet and Clank, you'll see, like, random Jack and Daxter, or Jack 2, Jack 3. Yeah, in the, the I think it was, um... That's funny, because I never noticed that. I think mm -hmm. it was... Wait, it was funny, too, because they're completely different companies, too. I mean, obviously, Sony IPs, but... Regardless, it was two. They weren't the same developer, but those just two developers that respected and liked each other, and they were just kind of poking fun at, or not at each other, but you know, playing along with each other. Rather. Yeah, I think that yeah. it was in Up Your Arsenal, in the, in the menu screen. Can, can we pause for a second and appreciate that name? Oh, there were so many. <laughs> there were so many good, like double entendres in. Um, oh no no! Uh, Ratchet and Clank was like of its time because like so many other like medias like cartoons for example mm -hmm. it, like that came out around the same time like that same because the people that make it know whoever's playing this there uh, there's a parent or an adult involved watching as well so like right. it's you throw in the sprinkles of humor for those who are subjected to watch it with their the, you know it, the target it, audience it children was, it was almost like the original shrek which by the way Pretty shout much. outs yeah. to insomniac yeah. for having stellar humor through, oh like, absolutely consistently Consistently, consistently through their early games yeah. um uh i was on a 
I was on a pointed I'm track. What even was I talking about? It wasn't Russian Shrek. Point. We distracted. Oh, Rash oh yeah, yeah. I think it was. I would think it was up your arsenal. Yes. Where um in the menu screen, number three. It is um, what's it called? You'll see Ratchet and Clank sitting in front of a, uh, in front of a TV playing the first Ratchet and Clank, if I remember correctly. But if you sit there long enough, you'll actually see them play um, uh, Rat um Jack and Daxter one, two, and Sly Cooper. Oh, nice. So that's, oh, that's another good series, Sly Cooper. Oh yeah, Sly Cooper. I, I gotta go back and find out um, uh, where I can get that. Um, they actually changed the voice actor after the first game um, from Mikey Kelly to James Arnold Taylor. Do you know the reason? Well, I mean, James Arnold Taylor was amazing. That's one good reason. Well, I mean, yeah, he is. But so many critics uh, criticized um, Ratchet in the first game for being too much of a jerk. So <laughs> they rewrit him. Um <laughs> Rewrit. They rewrote him. They uh they rewrote him to be a more um lovable and like curious character rather right, than right. just being the <laughs> the sarcastic jerk that he was in the first game. Yeah, you, which is which I, I appreciated. It was refreshing to have like it, a, almost like a self aware yeah. protagonist. You know, it, it's funny. You know, because it's funny to see when when companies do that because that sort of happened with mickey oh yeah if you look at the original mickey mouse the the older cartoons you'll see that uh he would lose his temper and you'd see that he also would do stupid stuff yeah and they're like oh we can't have our main guy losing his temper and doing stupid stuff like that and what they ended up doing was giving more of that stuff to donald and goofy and basically, instead of Mickey losing his temper, they just had Donald lose his temper all the time. And it just became, it, it almost became like two alter egos to the original It's It's, Mickey. it's three parts of Mickey. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it, it was really interesting. And then like, oh, we can't have him doing that. He's supposed to be a role model. So Which they makes gave sense those... as to why they always keep them together. Because they still wanted those parts. But right. they didn't want the person who had become such a figurehead. The mouse. To... To be to be losing his stuff. temper or to be doing stupid stuff, so they just gave those attributes to the other two guys. And again, like you said, that's the reason. One of the reasons why they keep them all together because they still want to have all that involved, you know, in in the storytelling. But they just don't want it coming from their main character anymore. So it's yeah. it's interesting right. when see how companies change characters like that. Sometimes it's it's hard to sell, you know, not. You know, user child friendly kind of you know right so so also uh clank is a vegetarian canonically which i don't know why they would make that distinction being as he is a robot <laughs> and it's not like he can really eat anything but um i mean does he run does he run off of an oil like substance and oil's got to be organic <laughs> he's a lie he's a lie will May maybe it's from plant oil hmm. maybe that's where they were going who knows that's a really good Palm question oil? Just why bother to say that he was a vegetarian canonically if if the guy's a robot anyway he doesn't ever eat anything i think that's i, I think that's just part of the humor yeah 
Also, like, why does it matter? <laughs> That's obviously not feasible either. <laughs> <laughs> Every single, um, uh... Insomniac made an alphabet for their own in-game language. So every single time you see that um, that writing, it's completely decipherable. Mm -hmm. I love when games do that. Too. Which oh, I dude. thought was super cool. I I I loved that they did that with um, Arabresh too. In um, uh, this is a whole Stargate thing Star where they Wars. just actually wrote up their own language. I didn't know that Stargate. Stargate had done that for a couple mm -hmm. things. They didn't go as deep as you know Lord yeah. of the Rings or anything like that, but yeah. No, but two different perspectives that's why yeah Tol tolkien wasn't trying to build a story he was trying to build a world correct which i think in a lot of ways is cooler oh I agreed i think that i i think you 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 get to establish a lot more when you create rules for a world versus focus like if you zoom out and create zoomed out and then start zooming in you can yeah. create more interesting characters and versus zooming in creating a character and then zooming out from there you, you know, know what? Let me take you to a completely different area because this is this is what we do when we pontificate. Um, the idea of creating a world is so interesting that it almost needs very little character sometimes. I mean, I, mm -hmm. immediately when we started talking about this, I thought of Mist. I mean, Mist. It, it's like literally seventy five percent. A creation of a world yeah and 25 percent storyline you know right. you have four characters in the whole in the whole uh first game and, and all four of them were played by the same two people because they were too broke to get actors to do it well i mean <laughs> you, oh, don't I even, got their, you don't even have sure they got their somebody playing the person that you're playing well no so as far as the dad is concerned so spoilers i mean if you haven't seen this or heard about it already you need to go check it out but the the, the 25 year old game yeah you know? yeah the the two brothers get stuck in a book and there's a dad that's stuck in a book and the the guys actually played each other and yeah. they and then what they did is they wanted to play the dad too so they kind of distorted the image inside of the book so that he could play the dad as well uh i mean right. they just didn't have any money <laughs> But yeah, I love it. Yeah. I mean, the the creation of the world, like you were saying, it was it was, it was so good. Cool. It was so good. Yeah, it was funny. You say twenty five years old, and have have you ever just played it and finished it again? Like what six months ago or something like that? Uh something like that. Yeah, yeah. He he went through the whole thing again. I mean, it's a fun game. Yeah. I think yeah, one of the no. things that I like the most about um the remastered version of the game that they put on uh, on Xbox Game Pass. I don't know if you can get it like on steam or anything but um they put the original game on on there and then they put the ability to randomize it so that every single puzzle was random so you couldn't look it up online you couldn't look up the um uh, the solutions right right and I, I i thought that was really cool because a lot of games like that um a lot of people know the, the the small little puzzles, the little tricks in order to do a lot of things in those games. So to randomize it and make it a fresh experience again, I thought it was really cool. Very brilliant. Very brilliant. All right. And yeah. with that, 
We're going to transition to maybe Steven. Maybe, maybe Steven. Steven. As far as... Uh... <laughs> Let me explain that real quick, because that's actually a, a, a funny trivia story that will pop his head up again at some point if we do some kind of trivia thing. It'll be on there. Um, oh. <laughs> when Steve, Steven works for Microsoft, when he first started working with us, I had him on my cell phone, but I had gotten a new cell phone, and I had... For some reason, it just didn't save his name. But I also have him on Facebook. And smartphones being smart, the the phone, every time that Steven would text me or call me, it would literally say across the top, maybe Steven. You know? And so and I finally just thought, oh, I, I kind of like this. So I actually saved your name on my cell phone as maybe Steven. So it will mm-hmm. forever be maybe Steven from now on. So that's that's where the maybe Steven comes from. Anyway, go ahead, sir. I'll just have you as your name <laughs> under my phone. Javier has sure his, like Javier the right has way to his do it. twin brother in his cell phone as spare parts. <laughs> no, not really. I like that. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> not me changing my contacts. <laughs> that's pretty good. He came <laughs> He came out with me as my spare body. <laughs> this is just spare parts. That's so good. You know how you have, like, one or two extra pieces in a Lego kit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> same, pro- same premise. Yeah, yeah, basically. That's so good. What you ought to do is have him wear, like, backup outfit. So, like, if throughout the day you're like, no, I feel like wearing this outfit instead, you just have him wear that throughout the day. And you know, you it would to take be it off funny. And put it on. Except for the fact that we dress nothing alike. Well, that's what I'm saying. You force him to wear it. This is not consenting for him. Well, it, it's funny because even when they were little, if they wore the same style shirt, they would never be the same color. Javier's would be green and David's would be red. And it was funny because it wasn't that David didn't like green, but he was like, no, I can't wear that. That's that's brother's color. <laughs> I was like, what, what do you mean that's brother's color? Oh, yeah, you yeah. You have to stay individualistic when you're a twin. Yeah, Otherwise... yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so funny because Davi will wear any color except green. And Javier will pretty much wear any color except red. You know? So. <laughs> I'll wear red now. Yeah, but it's still rare. But it, 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 it has, has to, to be, be something specific. Yeah, as long as it's not something Which, that David would wear. By the way. Right shameless plug yo we got some new merch uh at g-o-t-e merch.com g-o-t-e merch.com dude how did i not know we got because it just it just happened today you're not ready for this listen listen do i have to break my bank on our own merch dude i'm telling you wait for it look we got mugs we got chanclas. Look at this. We got sandals with our dragon on them. Look at that one. Look how cool that is with the dragon coming this way. I mean, we got some hype stuff on there. Uh, you know who wears lie. those? Who? Alina's little brother. Oh my goodness. Look at, look at how cool those are. I'm telling you, those are hype. Our community's really going to like them. Uh, again, that's just gotemerge.com. I asked them to do some polos for me so that when I have like business meetings, look at that, look at that, look at that. That's hype, that's, isn't it? That's professional. I'm telling you, man, I'm gonna look professional. I don't know what I'm talking about, but I'm you, buying. Only bugs. you guys can see it, just so you know. Was that? 
Only you guys can see it, just so you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's how I was telling the. I'm I'm kind of describing them, uh, but again, share, share your screen. And, and I keep going to geo. He's 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 doing it on the other side. He's doing it on the other computer. Anyway, let's you let's. Got, oh come on, man! You're such a tease. <laughs> let's let's move on. Gotemerge.com. Go check it out because there's going to be more coming on there too. Uh, right now, we just added mugs. We just added polos. We just added sandals. Sandals are hype. Um, and we got new jerseys coming in. Uh, we got some new stuff coming up. It's going to be really cool. And, by the way, I don't want to get too excited yet, but there's a big possibility here in the workings. I'm, I'm, I'm doing some stuff, and if it works out, man, are we going to have massive, massive big news uh, in the near future. Yeah, yeah. Steven, I'll tell you off stream because I can't tell you right now. The, the internet will explode. Um, <laughs> we, we just can't have that. Uh, but anyway, so now that I interrupted uh, Stephen quite a few times, go ahead, Stephen. Tell us about your interesting fact of the week. It's going to give you a couple seconds to make sure you got everything out. <laughs> and action. Okay. <laughs> and so I can't remember because for those who are consistently joining us, we've kind of skipped a couple uh, beats so we're kind of coming back to this uh, this format. Yeah. So I can't exactly remember the point I was getting, I was going to get at with this little fun fact, but I still find it interesting. I'm going to kind of stick with it. Um, so going back to Silent Hill because I can't ever not stop talking about these games. Apparently, I feel consistent. I only talk about these games when I'm with you guys. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. so weird. I keep getting sucked back you into are it anyway. The, the master of horror. Uh, allegedly, allegedly. <laughs> But uh, <laughs> um, back to Silent Hill 2, and for those who have not played the game, I highly suggest you do. Uh, don't let the horror aspect kind of get you into it. It's still an amazing narrative, brilliantly told and brilliantly expressed. Um, if you're just any kind of medium that makes you want to feel any kind of emotion and you appreciate that kind of stuff and art, play this game. That being said, going forward, there will be some. we're in spoiler territory for Silent Hill 2, especially on the ending. Which is how so, old now? Uh, going on 20 years. Yeah, it yeah, was a, I think we're okay now. Even right. even no, my aunt from still. Puerto Rico, you know, knows about this by now. And sure, if she hopefully. doesn't, she'll be okay. He's all right. Well, we'll make her play it. <laughs> so throughout the game, you know, you're kind of encountering a lot of uh, dialogue with interesting characters. And most of the tone, while you, the player, can understand that things are not normal, things are kind of weird and crazy... Um, a lot of these characters are kind of experiencing things on their own as well, and it's the tone is almost campy. You know, there's an un, it was done on purpose to establish an uncanny valley right. kind of uh, feeling for you know a lot of these characters you interact with for you as the player, you playing as James, so on and so forth. So most of the game has this weird campy tone that's inappropriate for what's going on. Um, however, at the end of the game, um, you're always subjected to this ending monologue. Um, from your from the main character James Sunderland, his wife, who's the focal point of this game. Um, the tone. The, first of all, you guys, I really recommend reading this. I'll send you the link because it's a really good monologue about kind of closure with uh, death, you know, and a lot of things like that. And the tone of this entire monologue, which goes on for like a solid like four minutes, it, just, it might as well be like the ending credits of the game, but it's just this beautiful monologue being delivered, and the tone is appropriate. The voice actors gave it like a hundred, like it's it's as if, as if it's from a different game. 
And again, to add to the tone of this entire monologue, according to an interview with uh, Jeremy Blaustein, it was one of the, like, he's employed by Konami, to my understanding. He's a translator, um, localization coordinator for Konami. Mm-hmm. Um, in an interview with um, the voice actress, Monica Taylor uh, Horgan, um, apparently she cried while narrating that. In fact, they had to do several takes wow. because of when she was crying while reading that monologue. Um, you can even feel the tone too when she's delivering this monologue. You can hear the, you can hear that kind of lilt in the voice too when she's reading. I just found that absolutely fascinating. Again, kind of going back into the video game as an art medium. So that's my little tidbit because a lot of that behind the scenes, like even these people that are making these, or even you know, executing the, you know, as far as voice acting, they're feeling this stuff. I just think that's a little bit of beauty in that. Yeah. So. You know, it's really interesting you say video game is an art medium because in all honesty, again, for, for those of you listening, I'm, I'm, I'm the old guy in the crew. I'm 50, but I didn't really get into anime or even games for a long, long, long time. Um but the first thing that got my attention from Final Fantasy was the artwork. It was absolutely nothing but just the artistry of it. It, it was, to me, it was so amazing. I was like, I want to see more. I want to see what's behind this. You know, and, and they didn't let me down because I was kind of concerned about, like, this looks so good. I hope that, you know, a story lives up to... To what it looks like um, yeah you know and, and unfortunately that doesn't always happen sometimes games look amazing and the story yeah. is garbage or right. you have amazing stories and the artwork is you know it's just okay uh yeah. there, there's the so many factors that so are involved good. that were a lot there's a lot of factors involved in making a game where a lot of things get lost in translation yeah. you know like the original intentions for things being developed is always gets clouded by you know producers um trouble implementing things even in the development process so many factors again especially more on the producer side of things and you know the marketing it's a video game as an industry you know making money kind of thing versus you know money as an art form so sadly a lot of that stuff does get lost in translation like the gigabytes of gigabytes of gigabytes of cut data from games just to meet you know marketing cues yeah cyberpunk 2077 is a great example of that you know yeah, Sorry, whatever to happened that in there. to that game? Um, Did they again, finally just, get it straightened uh, out? Or? It's, get, it's getting straightened out. It is getting fixed. Uh, they re- recently released a giant patch. Like, I'm talking about, like, you know, tens of gigs patch that fixed a lot of problems. It, it's not perfect, but it's definitely... They are actively working on it. I mean, is it so. worth jumping on it at this point? Or, or is it worth uh, current, current generation three months, you know? Current current generation consoles worth jumping into. If you do not have a current generation, con- and by current I mean PS5, Xbox Series X, and a PC with you know the appropriate graphics cards. Right. Would, yeah, I think that was the biggest issue because most of the people that I saw had issues were definitely on the old Xbox or the PS4. Um, Which you know, on one hand, I would say, well, what did you expect? Yeah. However, they should have expected that because the people behind. It Cyberpunk twenty seven said on that. no. Well, they said that it was fine to play on those consoles. Yeah, that's what they, I'm saying. Could, it should have, which was a lie, been released on that. Yeah, yeah. Well, because it yeah, they lied. They, they only said that it was that they said that the PlayStation 
like base console can run Cyberpunk 2077 perfectly fine during a shareholder meeting. Yeah. Because they were appeasing shareholders that, yep, the game's working fine. We're going to release it on time because that was the pressure. I mean, I, I you know, I'm waiting for Forza Motorsports 8, which, by the way, learned it's not going to be Forza Motorsports 8. Uh, I'm not sure what the name is going to be, but they are not going to call it 8. They're, huh. they're kind of doing some rebooting and some different things about, you know... To Just Forza kinda, Motorsports, yeah, once again. Which, yeah, which is not a horrible thing. Sometimes no, no, I actually you know, like some of the things. Name is okay. I like some of the things that I'm reading. They're going to be bringing back the clubs. Uh, for those of you who don't know, the clubs was one of the best things on, on previous Forza Motorsports because what would happen was there's some of us who have been playing Forza Motorsports, you know, online for, sheesh, I think it's like 15 years now. Uh, I get together with a group. In specific? <laughs> yeah, I get together with a group who, who we've been playing for 15 years, and we play once a week. But every once in a while, we would get a new person coming in. Now, here's the problem. The rest of us have, you know, $80 million in the game, uh, game currency, and we can just buy whatever car we want. So we buy all these cars, we race whatever, blah, blah, blah. Uh, then we get a new person in. Quinzel came in, for example. Yeah. And uh, he he was brand new to the game. He had you know uh, five thousand dollars. <laughs> he finally got twenty. He was able to buy a Fiesta, you know. And we're like, but we want him to play with us, you know. So he ends up having to rent vehicles. The problem with renting vehicles uh, in the game is that you can't put tune-ups on the rented vehicles. You just have yeah. to run them stock. Uh, but when we had clubs, we would put cars in the club garage, which were accessible to everybody who was in the club yeah. with the tune-up and everything. So if you joined us for a Thursday night and you didn't have the vehicle, that's okay. Just go into the club grab the vehicle it already has to tune for you and everything so it was really really cool they're talking about bringing that back uh so i'm really excited and you know what i'll just jump into my point my fact uh for this week was was about forza motorsports and it was the fact that um they went out of their way for forza motorsports 7 to make sure that this game was accessible to everybody um all levels of skill you know which is a really really difficult thing to do uh, with certain games because there's this expectation of oh you know this is supposed to be a simulator and I'm like yes but what if somebody likes racing and likes being on the actual tracks and likes yeah. racing the actual cars but doesn't have the hand-eye coordination to do the simulator stuff you know and uh, and they went out of their way to to make sure that it was accessible for everybody not just controllers but assist uh all that kind of stuff <coughs> excuse me still getting over stuff um like for example my my dad who is 75 at this moment in time um he plays for similar sports regularly now he is using the junk out of those assists <laughs> because you know my dad's hands shake really bad uh, as a matter of fact 
he goes through controllers faster than anybody I know. Yeah. Because his hands shake so much that a lot of times, to be honest with you, he just drops the controllers. Uh, and we just got to get another controller because that controller's taking too much of a beating. Um, but nonetheless, he can play the game. He can put the assist on, He, you know, and, and still have a good time with it and enjoy it. Um, the ability to paint vehicles, all that kind of stuff. And I just thought it was, you know, just a really, really cool thing um, for a game that's known as a simulator to take that step because, man, you, you take a beating when you do stuff like that. I mean, I know that Elden Ring took a beating just for a couple of things that they did that people were like, oh, that makes the game too easy. You shouldn't do that. That's not what it's known for. And I'm like, but what about those people who want that, you know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I saw people complaining about magic uh, the other day in Elden Ring. You know, like, oh, if you're using magic, you're cheating. Like, no, there. I mean, like, like every major series in the world, there's always going to be the purists. There's going to be the contrarians. There's going to be all, you know, all kinds of people right. that say this is what's right, this is what's wrong, this is what how it's supposed to be. And at the end of the day, what the real consensus is of the people, like, because all the, those are the people that are the loud minority right? Yeah. every time. Or the, those are the loud minority. What it really is, is, is it in the game? Yes. Then you can use it. Who cares? You know, that it, it's intentional. If it's in the game, who cares? That was it, like, it was, we were, we, hmm? last time we were playing Splitgate. We destroy yeah. the other team, yeah. and then the guy's like, oh, you guys only won because you were using the shotguns. I'm like, it's called it's, shoddy it's, and snipers. Snipers. It's, it's, it's literally it's, part of the game mode. That's what it is. If you're, if you're not, if you're, if you go from 20 feet away from me to 20 inches away from me, I'm going to shoot you with a shotgun yeah. instead of the sniper rifle. It was so funny. He's like, oh, you're, you're, you're using shoddies. I'm like, well, duh. Right. It's part of the game. <laughs> It's in the game. Exactly. That was the old and, and that's uh, a, EA Sports. Did EA Sports get rid of that? Right. They officially got rid of that, didn't they? It's EA in the game. Sport. It's in the game. I don't know. I think I don't, they got I, rid of I don't remember the last time they ever game. launched an EA game, let alone an EA Sports game. Yeah. I think. I, that, haven't, I haven't launched I one in a it, while, and I don't feel like I'm missing out. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not exactly a sports ball guy, so kind of missing so out on that part. So with that... And Javier's word of the day. <coughs> Excuse me. My word of the day. Yeah, you used the word franchise. I use <coughs> series. No, you said franchise. It was, it was a very, very specific. Cause I was like, oh, that's perfect transition to what we're going to talk about 30 minutes from now. Uh, and here it is. Today's game, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to today's game. Da, 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 da. Let's see, we got music. Oh yeah. That's not even. Okay. Today, on Pontification Station, we will be playing a brand new game, which is exactly like the old game. All right, anyway. First uh, of all, you peeked there. And second of all, <laughs> I apologize to everybody listening to that recording because that is so much louder than the rest of the podcast. It, it probably is. I'll have to check that later. Oh, my. <laughs> that, like, I, I could hear it in my ears. I could, I could probably fix that later. Um, hopefully. If not, oh, whoops. Um, uh, but anyway, 
So this is the part of the of the pontification station where I come up with really bad games. And what I do is I Google stuff. This was actually not as awful. But I will tell you that I'm pretty sure that this survey, I couldn't find an actual date. This survey was done prior to PS5 and Xbox X and S series. Okay? Okay, so prior to 2021 then. Yeah, from the numbers I could see it was prior to that. So it'd be prior to 2020. Which means one of these will be would be different today, but we're going to go with what it says on here. And I'll explain that later. So what we're going to do today is top 10 racing car franchises. Top 10 racing car franchises. Okay? So I think the first one's going to be real easy, but... Uh, I will tell you this. I have numbers one. I'm oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before you go, I have I have numbers one through fourteen. If you so give, there's fourteen. That, yes, but I'm saying one through ten because if you give me any of the ones that are from ten to fourteen, I'm gonna give it to you, like you gave me number ten. Well, I it's more so. I think there's only fourteen race card franchises. There's probably more, but. We're just gonna go with these for now. So, 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 racing car <coughs> franchises. Mm -hmm. The heck does that mean? Like it has to be a real life race car? Can't be. No. Oh, so just racing. So just racing game series. Yeah, we'll go with that. Racing franchises. Yeah, racing. But it's a vehicle. There's gotta be a vehicle involved. It's not like you know. You remember the old track game where you like push the buttons? Well, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, that's what I meant. Yeah, yeah. It, that doesn't count. It's, it's vehicles racing. So who goes first? So uh, let's see. We'll, we'll let Steven go first. It, oh, okay. by the way, points are backwards again. So if you get number one, you get one point. If you get number ten, you get ten points. All right, let's do it. Yeah, so the, the least obvious answers congrats are the on your win. better answers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> congrats on your win. <laughs> um, I mean, I'll start with the heavy hitters, obviously. Gran Turismo. Gran Turismo is number three on the list. I literally thought you were going to say not on the list. That's what I thought. Like, okay, I was that's... like, what is this I was like, list? okay, it's one of these lists. Got it. <laughs> no, I didn't. So, so the, for those of you listening, again, the reason they say that is because sometimes I will go 15, 20 pages deep into Google on purpose to find some weird, bizarre yeah. list. Yeah, he'll, he'll whip up someone's GameFAQs <laughs> post on a message board. These yeah, are yeah. my favorite games. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, yep, those are the top games of all time, but this category is just this 40-year-old kid's favorite games. Exactly. So you got three points <clears throat> on the board. All right, you get to uh, go again. Forza. Forza is number six, so you got nine points. Now, this is How's the, feel, Angel? This is the one game. Better. This is the one game that I, I thought if this was done after uh Xbox X came out, this that would be higher than six. Mm. Because mm. Forza Horizon five yeah. Uh, Blew it pretty... up. 
I mean, yeah. out of the water. Yeah. <clears throat> it, um, it definitely would have passed. Well, that answers my question. I was going to be like, is Forza and Forza Horizon... Are yeah, the, are it's just Forza altogether. The key word is franchises, not yeah. games. And, and I can tell you that, in my opinion, I think it's objectively... Mm. Supposed to subjectively, objectively, uh, Forza would have jumped up to probably number four instead of number six. But for now, this is the list. Based so on the list that you are, you based on the list points. that you are looking at. Yep. So you get nine points right now. I'm surprised Gran okay. Turismo is three because I never hear anybody talking about Gran Turismo. Well, seven Turis- just came out. So and he- Gran Turismo is really good. here's why Gran Turismo is number three in my opinion. Um the numbers of Gran Turismo in the early days were massive. They were the... Don't don't forget that Gran Turismo um, was the only, like, of its time, of course, yep. the only, like, console driving simulator experience. Before that, that was a yeah. PC man's game. You know, only PC players had access to the closest things you could have to, like, a a simulating kind of like thing. Obviously, Grinch was obviously a lot more arcadey than it is a simulator. Yeah. But still, like as realistic as possible, it gets yeah. for the PlayStation it, One it just, genre. It just had so so much many. going on for it early, and days. it was also like so. Once it was also Forza so... took off, Forza started to take a lot of that away from them. Right. But Gran right. Turismo had free reign for a few years, mm-hmm. where they were just selling and selling. That's why, as a franchise, is done more. Uh, there are specific it was Forza a... games. I think Forza 5 did a lot more than the Gran Turismo games. Um, but again, not as a franchise. Anyway, go ahead. No. Uh, that was pretty much it. All right, good so, game. so you got you got nine points right now. Which one are you going with next? Um, another famous franchise that has been sadly quiet because they used to be on they used to be top dogs too for a long time. Need for Speed. Need for Speed, number two on the list. Wow. So you got 11 points. He's rocking it. He's rocking the points. Um, Burnout. Burnout, number seven. Burnout was so much fun, too. I love Burn- Burnout Takedown was probably my favorite one. And that game's so good. So 11. So now you got 18 points. He is rocking the points. Let's go. Um, Midnight Club. Because I remember enjoying those games growing up, too. Midnight Club number five. So you got wow. 24 points. Man, Midnight wow. Club beat Forza. Uh, wow. Well, and, and again, the numbers are really close on here. So if you added the Forza Horizon oh, 5. The, uh, they're going based off sales. Yeah. Yeah. There's, got it. There's no way. I mean, look at it. Midnight Club had 18 million Forza at, at this time of the survey. Forza had 16 million. Mm. I mean, Forza Horizon 5 alone would put Forza above number 5 and above number 4. So, but anyway, you're killing it. 24. What else you got? Number 1 I have still one, on the board. I have one more, um, like, for like a better word, like, real cars kind of racing games left in my my repertoire listen all um, it's gotta be it's gotta be a vehicle all right um well that's a hint anyway i'm still i'm, I'm sticking with this one because i remember playing these games and loving them because i think they actually turned into the dirt series but uh colin mccry uh rally those games which uh, they became dirt 
but yeah, I'm not sure if either one of those count. Rally is number 14, and I told you that if you got any of that the 10 count. through 14, yeah. I would give it to you for number Oh, 10. you said it would? Yeah, yeah, got I said it. if you got any of the 10 through 14, I would count That's it right. as number That's right. as, as 10 points. So, got it. So there's still others on there. All right, go ahead. Man, what? that was number 14. Yeah, 14, <laughs> Rally. That was a poll. Um, the last one I got, I can't think of anything. Oh, I mean, I I could because it's variations of this game, but uh, Mario Kart. Mario Kart is number one on the list. Yeah, and then after that, I would say the cra- like Crash <laughs> Kart. You know, the, your Team Racing, your Nitro Kart. No, nope, you lost it on there. Wow, you were so wow. close. That's so weird because Crash is like, I th- hot take. I think Crash Racing games are better than Mario Kart. I said it, <laughs> and it's a hot take. I know. I enjoy them more. That's my uh, objective and subjective opinion. So, is CTR's <laughs> not on there? Huh? Yeah, that's CTR, weird. CTR's Crash on there. Uh-uh. I'll no tell Crash you which racing. one I really, really liked, and it disappeared. Diddy Kong Racing? I was just going to say Diddy Kong Racing. No, the one that I really, really liked, and it disappeared, was... Uh, Speed Punk. Hannah, Martana, uh, Hannah, Hannah Montana. Um, Hannah Barbera. You're talking about Wacky Racers? Wacky Racers. No, um, you said Wacky Hannah Montana. Wacky Racers was that. so good. I know, I said Hannah Montana. Hannah Barbera. Uh, Wacky Racers was so good. That yeah, was one of my favorites, that, by far. Full movie. Yeah. All right, Javier, you, you get to, to take some of these. Now, remember, the 10 through 14 are worth 10 points, so you can still make a comeback. He's got 34 points, though. Uh, NASCAR. <laughs> NASCAR. Javier is starting big with number 11 for 10 points, so... 34 to 10. Let's go. Um. Now, good luck with the rest. Wasn't Daytona a separate one? No, that's under NASCAR. Yeah, it's a spinoff series that just focused on the Daytona events. Fair. Uh, <laughs> kind of like, you know, Guitar Hero Aerosmith. <laughs> Still technically Guitar Hero. I, I will say the other ones are questionable when we say racing, but the rest of them on here, in my opinion. If they're Did questionable, they are you talking about Twisted Metal? Twisted Metal is 13. Javier you don't race. With you don't race. You don't race in Twisted Metal. You kill. <laughs> what, what do you mean? You don't race. <laughs> hey, hey, listen. The internet does not lie. It's number 13 on the list. <laughs> I would say that Watch Mojo must have put this together, but there's 14, so I know because they can't count. Oh higher wait, than wait, 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 unless honorable mentions count. No, no. <laughs> they can't count higher than 10. Uh, That's funny. So you got 20 points. Have yours making 11 a big through 14 comeback. are just the honorable mentions. Let's go. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah. What else you got, oh, Javier? Have you? I'm telling you, Javier can make the comeback here. Um. It's possible. It's possible. You got 20. I'm trying to think of ones that you haven't named already. Um, CTR is not on there, which means that Diddy Kong wouldn't be on there. Um, Mario Kart, you already said. Um, All right. Uh, Javier. Hold on, hold on. I'm an idiot. I'm an idiot. I'm I'm an idiot, Javi, but I got to be honest with you. He gave it away already. It's based off of sales. You got to think sales. I'm not going to say anything because I don't want to say cause... based off of sales <coughs> oh my he, he gave it away earlier it's based off of numbers he said so units sold more than likely yep. units sold so you got to go based off how many sold not if it's good or not 
correct. Yeah, no, no, no. Connect no, 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 no. Is it based on that logic? Connect Adventures is the greatest game of all time. <laughs> Connect Adventures sold a lot, way more than it. As I'm saying. To. So based on that logic, that's the greatest game ever made, along with Wii Sports. Uh, I don't know. And, Wii Sports is pretty great. And Mario Duck Hunt hey, combo. Listen, according to that logic, Aerosmith Guitar Hero was better than Aerosmith uh, Toys in the Attic album because it sold a whole lot more than their album. Well, yeah, it was a better deal. <laughs> Toys in the Attic was a horrible album. Right, have you? Uh, There's one, two... For sure that you would know. I believe in you. I I see. I, I don't play I think a lot you know of games three with of cars. Them. Outside of Mario Kart. Man, I remember playing this game. Uh, Test Drive Unlimited. Test Drive is number eight. Have yours? Test Drive Unlimited. <laughs> I forgot about Test Drive. Eight points. By the way, Test Drive Unlimited. Uh, the accuracy in that game was amazing. The one that they did in Hawaii. I had a student who lived in Hawaii. His mom came over because they were here. Uh, they had just moved here. They didn't have any family or friends here. So we had him come over for Thanksgiving. And I was playing Test Drive Unlimited. And his mom's like, no, no, turn left and then turn right. Get on the highway. And, like, she literally took me to the hospital that Chauncey was born in by telling me where to go. And I was like, this is this is pretty amazing. So that was pretty hype. I think that is the third time you've told that story. I'm on pretty this sure, podcast. but people might have not heard. And if you guys want to hear him tell it again, you guys can go and find <laughs> us wherever you can find podcasts <laughs> under Pontification Station. If you want to hear him tell the same story about Hawaii and Test I've told Drive, it at least twice, three times. I think three times. Just go, go back and listen to our previous podcasts. So what else you got, Javier? You're at 28. He's got 34. You need one more. Ah uh, man. I have some too. I got some answers. Uh oh. You, you need I'm, to come up with one before before he steals it. I'm losing it, man. Oh, that's so loud. <laughs> that's so that's speaking it's, like why straight is it up. Why so loud over here? Because y oh, you yeah, didn't no, turn dude, down like, the desktop audio. That's coming yeah. from the desktop audio. Oh, you is gotta that turn what that down. Yeah, let's see. Yeah, that. I told. I, yeah, Angel, I wasn't joking when I said like, "Ow, I'm deaf now." Hey, there you we guys go. We're turning down the heartbeat. Out. Anyway, go ahead. Sorry. Okay. So, um, now that I'm not dying, um, man, uh, the Burger King racer that they had oh on Xbox. Oh my goodness, that's what you're going with. <laughs> All right, Steven, go ahead. I'm not even going to tell him he's wrong. Well, hold on, hold on. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna go because now that I realize it's based off. If you get one, yeah. Now, now that I know it. that it's based off of sales, because I know one of the top-selling PlayStation games. Thank you, Modern Vintage Gamer, for going over this game. Um, Driver, PlayStation number one. four uh, was Heck Driver. Yeah, baby. That game was Heck so yeah, much baby. fun. Oh, I'm done. Oh, I'm done. The problem is no one knows I how know to play another... it. That's the problem. Ah, there's no, one no way that's not on there. There's no way that's not on there. That was such that's, a fun game. That's maddening. That's what that Driver is. Driver was... Well, you've already gotten... Oh. Because that's probably... Plane, didn't you? That's probably one of the one of the higher ones, too. I think all... Top eight are gone. Well, that's probably... There's only two left. There's only two left 
on here. Any guesses? Oh, I'm definitely. I have another one. All right, what'd you get? Again, I'm going based off of sales. Um, it's one Super Nintendo. Super Nintendo's only racers have zero. F zero. F zero. Yep, number twelve. So that that locks you in. I yeah. mean, you got all yeah. the points there. And there Sorry, was Andy. one more. I and I'll be honest with you. I like racing games. I like car games. I would not have thought of this one. Number no. nine. Any guesses? What's number nine. Let me guess. It's um, uh, is it Revolt. Crazy Taxi? No. Oh is my it, goodness! It is should it, be. Is it Revolt? I remember Revolt. That game yeah. was awesome. Blur. Asphalt. Oh, Asphalt? Oh, I remember Asphalt. Yeah, I, I, I would have never guessed it. That, that, that would not have been one that I would have guessed. Aren't they on, like, uh, Asphalt 6 now? I have no idea. <laughs> like, literally, no <laughs> clue, because it, it just wasn't They released one of my it on the, on, the, on the Switch recently. Mm. Did they? Yeah. Hmm. I, yeah, I got I got nothing. But with that, we're going to be closing out today and letting you know that if you like Mario Kart, we do Mario Kart. We do. Eight. Although, before we close out, before on we Tuesday. close out, I do have something to add onto his onto Oh, yeah, his go bag. for it. Go for it. So, um, when you were talking about the, the end of the one character um, and the the voice actress crying. Um, I, w I, was, I was thinking about, like, the ends and, like, the deaths of people. And um, Markiplier's dad actually came to mind. The, the well-renowned YouTuber Markiplier. So his father is actually um, one of the reasons he got into video gaming. Um, his father introduced him to Doom, the first one. And that was, that was one of uh, Markiplier's very first games and one of the things that really got him to love video gaming. So Markiplier wanted to do a, um, a promo with the, the developers for uh, Doom Eternal. And after that, he, he pulled the dude that he was uh, doing the promo with aside and he told him about his father and how he got him into Doom and how it was like one of his... Uh, best and first video game experiences and um, they actually put a book honoring Markiplier's dad in the Doom Slayer's lair in Doom Eternal <laughs> it's awesome. a mustache uh, maintenance guide because uh, Markiplier's dad was known for having this like marvelous mustache marvelous mustache so it's, it's literally a uh a book about maintaining your mustache and um, the author's name is his dad's name. That's awesome. Alright guys, and with That's that, like that and marvelous mustaches uh, and once again, Tuesday nights uh, as of this moment in time, Tuesday nights are Mario Kart but we might change it up a little bit the first Tuesday night of, of the month is always going to be Mario Kart at GOTE.TV or Twitch.TV slash Gamers on the Edge uh, but we're looking at changing some things up, so who knows? But yeah, check us out. Stay tuned. Once again, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for watching. This is Gamers on the Edge, Pontification Station, making a difference. See ya. See ya.